This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen and with me is Bubba. We are both longtime Disney Park annual pass holders as well as Disney food lovers. So how are you doing today, Bubba? I'm excellent. Happy podcasting day to you. Happy <laughs> podcasting day to you. I, yes. I think it's cool that there is a day for podcasting, but I think there's a day for almost everything now. Basically everything. There's a, probably a National Drink Water Day, or there's probably like a happy, happy toilet paper day, <laughs> or Blink Day. Now Happy Blink Day, Blink Blink. But, <laughs> but since we are podcasters, this is a cool day for us. Yes, it is. <laughs> and those of you that have enjoyed our show and you want to help us out, you can always do that on Anchor. Uh, you can donate as little as ninety nine cents, all the way up to nine ninety nine a month. Uh, there and we do appreciate that our top fan right now is Lindsay and she is amazing Um, and if you haven't already make sure you like subscribe and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content okay Bubba discussions what are we talking about today I know I know it's it's one of the things is our best of our favorites our favorite fall treats that we've had in the past. So I've made my list and uh, from Disneyland. We're also going to be talking about some bad news and some good news, the official Disney news. And then we have a story that must be talked about when it comes to anybody taking a trip, especially the, you know, when you dine at Disney, uh, this person posted a something on, on the web and it's just been getting, a lot of bad, bad feedback on it, which it should be. So we'll be talking about that later too. (laughs) Okay. So I think we should start with the Disney news and probably with the bad. Yes. So I just released yesterday a statement from Josh Diarmo, who is the chairman of Disney parks and experiences and products. He uh, sent out an email to all the cast members and then um, I believe they got this first and then it released to the public basically right after saying that they are going to be laying off about 28,000 employees at Disneyland and Disney World because of the um, pandemic and everything that's going on, unfortunately. So they've, um, over the past several months, they said they've been forced to make a number of necessary adjustments to the business. And it was a difficult decision, but they believe that the steps that they are taking to enable the return to, for to enable them to return to normal. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very sad. You know, I, I do know cast members. I'm a former cast member and I have cast members who are friends. It's, 
uh, just it just sucks. That's all I can say about it right now, and uh, especially here in California because nothing is open except downtown Disney right now. Uh, nothing in, even in the parks is open. So uh, we've just been seeing a lot of uh, you know cast members going in and out of the parks. You know, look like they were doing training, but with this news, it's you know it's it's definitely a bummer, but. There may be a glint of hope because I believe, you know, I was talking about this with my wife yesterday, too. Maybe this is something that's going to force the governor to take a real look at if Disney is ready to open in California um, and uh, to maybe, you know, within a week, figure this out. So that way we California doesn't have a huge un, un, unemployment spike because yeah. there's going to be a huge spike for California. I don't know necessarily with Disney World, but I know this will definitely affect Disneyland in a major way. Yeah, I did see that with the layoffs. One of the guys that is is well known for music at Walt Disney World at the resorts is Yeehaw Bob. And he was one of the people that ended up getting laid off. So I know that it has affected people at Walt Disney World. um, But I have a feeling that the majority of those layoffs, unfortunately, like you said, are going to come from California because of the fact that they aren't open except for downtown Disney. And most of that is not, you know, Disney owned businesses. It's, you know, things like Sanooks and, other companies that come from outside um, that, that are operating those businesses. So uh, it's, it's a shame. And I hope that those cast members that sooner than later that they can, can go back to the job that they love and, and everybody else see their smiling faces again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that could, could cause an issue for the state and they don't need nobody needs more people on unemployment. Yeah. It's especially after what's been going on. And, um, you know, last week they did have a, uh, you know, press conference at, uh, at Disneyland about how they were ready. And they were hoping that would get to our, the governor's ears, you know, saying, you know, you know what, it looks like they might be ready. I'm going to take a, a long close look at this and figure it out and then it just didn't happen which is why they announced these layoffs and i'm hoping this is like another step for the governor to you know i'm I'm hoping he is looking at the facts if they are ready if disneyland is ready to open and um because yeah we we all miss it we all do but we know we need to be safe and we don't want our cast members you know being going to somewhere else. We've made friends with a lot of cast members. I know you guys have great cast member friends over at Disney world that you go see every time. And can you imagine, you know, them being gone, you know, it's rough. So yeah, just a definite bummer and just hoping and praying that you all uh, stay on your feet, stay positive and hope, hope for the best right now. Yeah. It's it's got to get better. It can't get worse. It's yeah. got to get better soon. Exactly. So, on to some good news. Great. Speaking news. of Disney, we do have a new. I've got to pull it up on my phone because it's the. I've got the text message. Um. So we found out that 
the D23 Expo, which has been happening every other year, will be postponed because it happened in 2019. So it should be 2021. But due to pretty much everything being on hold for the past, you know, seven, eight months, um, that's also going to delay this from happening. But we are excited to know that the D23 Expo will be taking place again. And they did announce that it will be held September 9th through the 11th of 2022 at the Anaheim Convention Center. So that is awesome. It also um, is the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. So that may give some even cooler things to take place during that particular one by them pushing it um, back a year. And now it'll always be on an even year instead of an odd year. Well, maybe we'll see. You know, I was just, I was thinking about this too. Like what if they end up still going odd years after this, but um, you know, hopefully it'll, I kind of like it being the even years and it's kind of weird being it's in September. Cause usually it's in August and I know mm-hmm. one of in July, uh, I think four years ago, something like that, or three years ago. Uh, so September, it's a bit hotter. It says I was hoping it would have been great if it was, the weekend because my birthday's the next week. That would have been like, <laughs> that would be cool. Go to the D twenty three Expo during my birthday, but um, I we'll we'll see how it is. It's gonna be hot. I know that for a fact. But uh, you know, September twenty twenty two. I I am so stoked and might as well make my plans now for two years in advance. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the turnout ends up being due to the fact that you usually have a lot of people coming in from all over. Yes, and. In the U.S., we're already back to school. So it'll be interesting to see if that, you know, causes a decrease in attendance or do people pull their kids out of school because some schools have already been in for, you know, a month, five weeks at that point. Yeah. I mean, all every con has been on hold since the pandemic, but. There was some kind of glimmer of hope, you know, with the layoffs and everything happening. Uh, there's a L.A. Comic Con that happens in December. They did not decide to cancel that. They're going to have actually have that going on. And they started selling tickets for it. And so this is going to be a different type of uh, experience. And hopefully this will be like a layout of how maybe future ex conventions and expos might be uh, if it still goes on. So we'll that's kind of going to be a little preview of how these conventions are going to be in the next few, next year or two. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. The one thing that's also exciting um, about that is Al John and I can then turn that into an anniversary trip. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Cause that'll be um, our 19th anniversary. You're 19. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the other side going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That'll be fun, though. Hopefully you guys can make it over here. Yes. that That's always the plan. Yeah. Okay. So should we get into the crazy news story now? Yes. We'll talk about the crazy oh, craziness. Okay. So a uh, couple days ago. People started, somebody posted this story on one of the Disney groups that I'm, I'm in and 
it's kind of crazy. There's this Disney blogger. She's a Disney mom. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to promote anything she does, but she ate at Disney World at uh, Via Napoli. Is that right? Yeah. Via Napoli. And she had a pizza. What she didn't know is when she ordered the pizza, you know, toppings are additional. When you add a topping, of course, the price yeah. is going to go up more and more. It's typical pizza places. And, I mean, what do you expect? So when pizza she gets Every pizza place charges for topping, unless you're at one of those, you know, those mini pizza places like Blaze Pizza or something like mm-hmm. that, where you create your own. Uh, so she got all these toppings on her pizza. And when she got her check, she was blown away by how much it was. Uh, you know, the total was $50 and six cents for one pizza. It was an individual, but she added one, two, three, four, five, five toppings to it. And you know, I mean, remember, you are at a Disney resort. You're not, you're not at Little Caesars <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Some yeah. low chain place. You're at a nice pizza place in uh, at uh, where was it? Disney Springs. The Annapolis is in um, Epcot. Epcot, okay. And uh, so she gets her bill. And I know she was shocked by it. So when the server goes and gets the bill, there's no tip on it. And it says, sorry not to tip, but the pizza was outrageous. The price is outrageous. Sorry. She literally wrote that on the receipt for the server. And then she started, you know, trying to make a joke out of it. The thing about it is the more she tried to joke about it, the more it started going downhill for this person. Um, she posted a picture saying with half of her pizza, you know, saying I have my pizza right here for $25. You know, I spent my budget for the week on this one pizza. If anybody wants it, then she goes to GoFundMe and starts a GoFundMe to help her raise money to cover the cost of the pizza. So that way she has lunch for her trip and it's just outrageous. And she feels, well, go ahead. So the thing about this woman is, because I'm, I'm looking at a profile of hers, she's a mom of five. So I'm sure she got the large pizza. The price is on the menu for how much a pizza costs. Um, and it is typical, like you said, to charge based on the number of toppings. You know, it'll say like includes two toppings or the, you know, whatever. And then. There's always additional for more. She has a book. She supposedly, she's a self-proclaimed Disney expert who supposedly is a travel agent. I don't know what company or anything like that about her. Um, It doesn't matter to me. Um. The thing that gets me is if you are encouraging people who follow you on social media and you claim to be something, how are you going to tell people and share and joke about the fact that you just had somebody work to wait on you and you didn't pay them? Because in our country, we don't 
it, it's not like in much of the rest of the world. And this person clearly is an American um, and other countries where they, they don't tip. That's not part of their culture. The people are paid a wage, whether it be salary or hourly, you know, whatever it is that you don't tip. And often, you know, you people round up or whatever, you leave just a little bit. Um, but here you can pay as little as $2 and 13 cents an hour to your waiters and bartenders because both of those positions are considered tipped jobs. And so you don't have to pay minimum wage. Some states pay more than 213. Some don't. It you know depends on the state you're in, but you're not going to make a lot of money. And there is often tip share. I've never worked, and I don't think you've ever worked in a restaurant that didn't take a percentage of your sales, whether you got tips on that or not. So I feel bad and hope that that server didn't have to pay out of pocket to wait on her. Yeah, because that's that's. That's wrong. You know, um, if you don't like to tip, then the option is there are quick service restaurants. And I think it's a shame there's somebody out there that's claiming to be an expert and then says they didn't know that how much the pizza costs. Yeah, exactly. And, and is encouraging people and thinking it's funny that she didn't, she didn't tip this cast member. Well, she claims on one of her, there's a picture saying that she wasn't happy with the service. If you're not happy with the service, why write what you just did on the receipt about why you didn't tip and how outrageous the price is? So I think that was, that's a huge lie. I think that, you know, the service is at Disney was, is great. Uh, I think she just wanted a way out of it, you know, like, oh, the service was horrible. Well, the proof is in what you wrote. You wrote that the price was outrageous. You know, you're you're exactly right, though. You're a planner. You should know about this stuff, you know, about restaurants and everything. How did you not know? And why go with this charade of, oh, the service was bad? Like, no, it's not. You just... And if it was, there's a manager. And at that point, you say, you know, if you're not getting the service you need, you get up, you go to the hostess stand, or you ask your server, hey, uh, would you mind sending the manager over? I've done that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, just it's, we don't want people doing it. We're, We're telling people, please don't be like this, you know, they're right. They work so hard. But 99.9% of these employees work their butts off. And with how everything is, you know, with wages and everything in Florida, who knows? You you were probably right that he probably could have paid out of pocket. And that's just totally wrong in my book, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a shame. And... I mean, she just tried to keep joking and joking about it by making this GoFundMe and, you know, selling her leftovers on social media. It just, it spiraled out of control. And we don't, we don't approve of that. (laughs) Um, I'm sure the employee is a great employee and uh, the cast member, 
sorry. <laughs> and uh, it's, it breaks my heart, you know, seeing this story just, it, <clears throat> that's all I can say. That's all I have to say about that. I just, I, if I keep going, I'm just going to want to <laughs> choke my camera. Okay, Bubba. So do you want to start with your favorites, your best of fall treats? My or best. Should I start with my best of fall treats? Oh, I got quite, I'm not, I'm not a quite a list, but let me see. I got a few things I'd like to talk about that I've had. Uh, well, everybody, I'll, t- I'll talk about mine first. So who doesn't love s'mores, especially, you know, just the regular or s'mores, but churros and then s'mores, put them together. What do you get? A s'mores churro, two <laughs> of my favorite things. So um, I had this a couple years ago where they had, it was a, s'mores churro and i pulled it up and it still looks delicious to this day it's in a gram it's you know rolled churros and graham cracker crumbs topped with chocolate chips and marshmallow drizzle and yeah that is total sugar addiction too if you want to wake your kids up it's definitely something you should try if uh I don't know if they have this over at uh, Walt Disney World but you can also make these at home too uh which is great you know, just get some melted chocolate, some melted marshmallow, drizzle it on top, put some, roll it in some uh, uh, graham cracker crumbs. I know, and then I've seen these in stores. Do you want to get the Jose Olay churros? I know that's Disney's churro of choice. And I've seen that brand in stores. So if you want the same brand, the Jose Olay churros. So you got to try those right there. <laughs> That is good to know. That means I can look for them here. (laughs) Anywhere in your freezer section. (laughs) That's always good to know. (laughs) Okay, so I'll mention one of mine. So I'm going to go with the Hades nachos. And these are black bean nacho chips, and they top it with a buffalo chicken Lettuce, tomato, sour cream, salsa, and jalapenos, which I like anything spicy. Um, they've done a fry version of these in the past, oh, yeah, which are nice. good. So now it's now it's nachos, but I like anything spicy. So I'm always like up for trying that. And I, these, they say, are available this year. You can get them at Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Ooh. So if you like, like, it's not too spicy. It's just a little bit spicy. So, you know, if you're somebody who's like, oh, I love habanero salsa, um, you're going to find this to be quite tame in comparison, but it's very good. Nice. That does sound good. Kind of mine's, my next one's kind of similar with yours almost. With It is the loaded fleet fries, which are loaded waffle fries topped with slow-cooked pork, uh, slow-cooked barbecue pulled pork, cheese, chipotle ranch, and cream cream cilantro lime coleslaw. So this, and I know they had this in a baked potato too when they had it at the Troubadour um, uh, also, but the, I mean, potato, 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 right? You know, you want it on fries, you want it on a baked potato, it works out perfectly. And um, I love barbecue pulled pork and it's their barbecue sauce was very tangy. It was almost like their Coke barbecue that they served at Flo's. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Um, but you know, tender pulled pork and cheese, you can't go wrong with that. 
<laughs> so I'm going to give it to something sweet. And this is like super sweet. And I highly recommend unless you are needing a sugar rush, then <laughs> you share this item with somebody else. And it is the not so poison apple cupcake. And it is a apple spiced cupcake and it has a pecan crunch buttercream and it looks like the poison apple so it's like really really tons of buttercream frosting which is delicious but it's a lot of a lot of sugar um and this you can get at Pinocchio's Village House. And I had this a couple of years ago and it was so good. Uh, I think I'm going to have to post a picture of me with it because I was dressed as Snow White. So I, had, <laughs> I was like, I have to get my picture with the poison apple cupcake. Yeah. And it's a good cupcake. It's not dry or anything like that. And it has a lot of flavor. So if you like apple, definitely. And you're not allergic to nuts because it is, it does have pecan. Um, Definitely give that a try. I'm going to have to go on the sweet side too. Uh, When I went to Hungry Bear, I believe it was, I can't remember which year it was. uh, They had the dead cadet funnel cake. And that is a house funnel cake with decadent brownies on top on top of that they put a scoop of white chocolate raspberry ice cream and then they whipped cream all around and they put these little chocolate green uh pearls that look like grapes on each they put like six of them around so um, mine didn't look as decadent as the picture that i saw i saw when i first read about it but flavor wise it's uh, the sh- the sugar you could definitely taste you know how much you know, the sweetness of it but the ice cream melted with the brownie going into the funnel cake in between each crack of the funnel cake was just it it soaked it up and it was so good so like crispy on the outside but yet moist in the inside uh, kind of like that uh, you know uh, consistency and yeah definitely a lot of flavor a lot of uh, sweetness but uh, the Pearls weren't too sweet, too uh, too sweet also, so it didn't add to any of the sweetness. It is definitely a shareable treat uh, to maybe even three people can share it. Uh, I hope we'll see it again soon. Uh, that was at Hungry Bear. And, uh, yeah, they're always great with their funnel cakes at Hungry Bear. Mm, I like funnel cakes. And speaking of funnel cakes, mine is not... It's on the menu all the time now, but originally it started out as only during when they did the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties. That's how this dish started. And it is over at Sleepy Hollow and it is the sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich. And it has a, a, again, it's sweet and spicy, but it's got um, like a coleslaw that they put on it now. It used to be arugula that they would put on top, but it's like a creamy coleslaw that kind of, you know, balances well with the the sweet and spicy, especially the spiciness um, on the chicken. But it is so 
delicious. It's one of my favorite things. I was so glad when they made it permanent on the menu and that it wasn't only during the Halloween party, but that's where it started. So that's why I had to put it on the list of one of the things, because I went and I would tell Anybody who would listen, I'd be like, are you going to a Halloween party? Okay, so you got to go over to Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. You have to have the sandwich. <laughs> I love that. That yeah, That's always a good feeling when you, like, have something and they're like, oh, it's only temporary. But then, like, a year or two later, you figure, oh, my gosh, it's on the menu now permanently. Thank God, you know. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So. That, that sounds really good. Did it have, like, a syrup, too, with it on top or anything? It's, um, like, a, like a sweet syrup? Uh, it was like a, like a maple, like a maple syrup. See, mm-hmm. I would try with the arugula, the arugula first. I think the arugula may have, uh, that's, that sounds really good. With the arugula. I'm not big on it. Was. I liked it. I liked it better than it is now. Um, and it was more of a, the sweet and spicy was more of a sriracha flavor too. Oh yeah. So that, it's a little you. bit different, but it's still really good. Yeah. That'll hit you. Um, so I'm going to go with two. I have two more. Um, okay. I had, I definitely had these last year and I posted a picture of these. This was at Harbor Galley and the ghost Mariner, which is a seafood boil. Um, it had Cajun buttered shrimp. These shrimp are colossal. They're like this big, um, oh, wow. red potatoes, corn and andouille sausage. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not big on seafood boils, but this was a hit it had just enough spice for me to not be like ha ha you know but it was just (laughs) perfect the perfect blend for me um this like i said the shrimp are colossal i wish i had more potatoes but they had like uh you know a white potato a purple potatoes with it um and the uh that big piece of uh corn you know corn on the cob that came with it it was one of the best dishes I had in a long time, especially at a quick service place. This wasn't even a restaurant. It was a quick service. And yet I felt like I was eating at a nice restaurant, especially with the flavors of the shrimp and the, uh, the andouille sausage. And, uh, they give you a piece of bread to sop up everything too. you know, the juices. Mm, I wish I could have it again. Oh, I so missed that. But yeah, that was, I'm hoping they'll have something like that, you know, permanent, because I would get that every single time. And my last one, real quick. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I've, got, I've got two more, too. Oh, so you got two more, too? Perfect. Okay. Go, yeah. perfect. So my next one is from the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. And it is, uh, if you go over to the Appleseed Orchard, and this year it's in the World Showplace, um, they have their apples like plastic apples and it comes with caramel apple popcorn inside Mm. and it. So you have the tartness from the flavor of the apple with the super sweetness of the caramel and it's pretty. And I don't think, I think the apples upstairs, but I, I, it comes in like an apple. That's a good, you know, a good size apple that the lid just comes off and it's clear, clear red apple. So you can use it again and, and it's it's cool, um, but it's it's delicious. So that that had to make my list. That's yeah, that's actually pretty cool. They had um, uh, well, we were talking popcorn buckets before the show too. I mean, all the cool popcorn buckets that come out, you know, when Halloween rolls around. I mean, yep. I have I have a cauldron one, and uh, 
you know, so, and I had, I think I have another, uh, the, uh, zero popcorn bucket. We has it zero's dog house yeah. zero. And I have that one too. That was a cool, that's a really cool one. But, um, yeah, we were talking, I, I love the popcorn buckets that always come out for Halloween. Some clever ones. Uh, we got, I have one more and, uh, this is a dessert over at California adventure Pacific wharf. I had, I shared this with my sister on my birthday last year and it was very delicious. The maple bacon bread pudding, uh, just everything you imagine all in one, you know, the bread pudding topped with whipped cream, maple glaze and perfectly cooked candied bacon. And you, you would think, uh, you know, bacon and, uh, you know, bread pudding, who's going to eat that? Well, practically everybody would eat that. And it's delicious. It's delicious, delicious, delicious. It's very sweet, but, um, it's not too overpowering. Once, once you, you know, you take a good bite of it and swallow it down, the play, you just feel all the flavors oozing down your throat. And, you know, you, you will probably have to get something to drink after each, uh, bite maybe like a glass of milk or something would help because <laughs> it's it's very thick flavor but it is good you definitely have this kind of, i want to say there's a tad bit of bourbon flavor in it too um you know because it was definitely warming that warming sensation when we eat it uh but that was one of the best desserts i've had also in a while i say i saved my top two for last because the flavors was just Everywhere, even my sister, we we had to get another one just because it was so delicious. Wow. Yeah. That's a good thing, though. Oh, yeah. When you have to get another one after you eat one, you're like, oh, gosh, I need another one. I mean, there's there's a few things like that that I've had for the first time. When I went to Minnesota, I had a Juicy Lucy for the first time, and I'm mad I didn't get another one. I just, I'm like, I should have gotten another one because they're so delicious, so... Hopefully, when I, I go back there, I have never had one. A Juicy Lucy, it is a chia burger filled with cheese, and it is amazing. They just, there's, it was of some famous spot in uh, Minnesota that, uh, you know, they were featured on uh, the cooking food network and stuff with about the Juicy Lucy. And everybody's like, oh, you have to go here and try it. And it was, it was amazing. It was just, it was a long wait because it was a very busy restaurant. It was Super Bowl weekend. So, of course, we waited like two hours in the cold for it. It was probably like 10 degrees outside, but it was was worth it. And (laughs) I'm just mad I didn't order another one. Well, I would say I absolutely agree with you on the popcorn buckets, because I think especially during Halloween and Christmas, Disney has the coolest popcorn buckets. They are so well themed. I mean, you you want all of them. Um, And this year is, of course, no different. They've got. Even like the hitchhiking ghosts that hold, uh, what is it, churro bites, if I remember. Two or three. I got two out of the three. And then they've got like special glow cubes this year. And they have a um, Jack Skellington sipper cup. So that's one of the things that I say definitely look and pick those up because they are just really, Disney does a really good job of its collectible popcorn and zippers and things like that. So yeah, definitely those, but I am going to say for my last 
um, item. It is going to be the pumpkin spiced waffle sundae because you have a pumpkin spiced waffle and then they top it with vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and sprinkles. And I... I like pumpkin. I like pumpkin spice when like flavored things that are just, you know, well balanced. And the vanilla ice cream keeps it from being too pumpkiny. And then it caramel. Who doesn't that's, love caramel? I don't say that. Caramel that's makes everything better. Pumpkin spice and caramel does have a great blend to it. You know, when you, <laughs> whatever you have it in dessert or even coffee, whatever, it's it's always a quick, always a great blend. Yes, it is. <laughs> So I think we've covered everything today. What do you think? Yeah, we yeah we covered a lot today. So let's, I mean, once again, we want to stay our cast members to stay strong out there, and uh, you know, just stay up, keep smiling, take it day by day, and we're we're all thinking about you. Yes, that's all I want to say. Yeah. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Uh, You can find us on Anchor, which is just one of the many uh, platforms. If you prefer, we've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find us in those places. But if you do go to Anchor and you want to support the show, you can do that with a donation anywhere from 99 cents a month to $9.99 a month and support us that way. Um, And right now, we would especially love that since it is podcasting day. Um, (laughs) But if that's not your style, you can definitely shop our links like Amazon or the Disney store um, and support us that way. So, Bubba, do you want to tell everybody where they can find yourself as well as Dining at Disney? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at big underscore Bubba underscore B. As far as Dining at Disney, you can check me out. Also, Kristen at DiningAtDisney.com and follow us on all our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And for all your universal and travel cruise needs, especially to Disney World, talk to Kristen, contact her, theme parks and cruises at gmail.com, and you'll get a free quote and have she'll book your vacation ASAP. So make sure you mention you heard about it through Dining at Disney. And also on Sunday, make sure you check out the Disney list. Uh, Al John and myself, we go live every Sunday on Facebook, so you can catch us there. Um, also, check out our friends, WDW Park Hoppers, Park Hopper Sid, and Park Hopper John have a fantastic podcast that is about everything Walt Disney World. And if you're looking for a little fun on Facebook, check out, we got two groups for you, the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone and the Disney Dorks. They are not just fun, but entertaining as well. Until next time, I'm Kristen, and with me is Bubba. Bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes. 